Just a friendly warning, today's episode contains some spoilers, but if you haven't seen these films by now, that's on you. How have you not seen that? 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 Hey, welcome everyone to a very special episode of How Have You Not Seen That? I am Jordan Eric, along with my two co-hosts, Caleb Cohart and Margarita Artia Cohart. Hey, How's it going, guys? Uh, I gotta be honest. I I'm I'm stoked about this one. Yeah, uh, I'm getting ready to bring home my 23rd district championship. <laughs> what? Yeah, man, that comes with a lot. Possibly of my third state title. Yeah, don't lose your mind over it or get power hungry. Uh, I am also quite excited about this movie. It what? was just part of so many things i think of junior and senior year of high school um and it reminds me of a couple a couple people that i knew back in the day as oh well my God. So. the, the soundtrack it. like uh. i lived on the soundtrack uh this also it, it's the second movie from mtv film studios and i think the first one that actually legitimized them the first one was like joe's apartment and it was horrible huh. it was with uh the husband of uh, Rebecca Romaine. John Stamos? No, this other hu- husband. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. And there was like roaches and shit running around. Oh. That was like Joe's apartment. That was MTV's first one. Oh, I didn't know that. And everybody was like, MTV can't make movies. And then they made and then they this. Did. And everybody went, MTV makes all the movies. Yes. Yeah. This, uh, this movie came out uh, in January of 1999. This was three months after my senior year of high school football. And all I remember is I wanted to go back in time and just do all the things that happened uh, in this movie, but the, like the correct way, of course. <laughs> and we are getting a couple of very confused looks from our guests who have not seen this movie and don't even know what movie we are doing. This is the first time guests. we have ever had guests on who don't know the movie ahead of time, and I am so excited. And we love fucking with these guests the oh, most yes. because oh, yes. finally we've brought the pentathlon together, the yeah. pentuplet together. <laughs> this is the entire Cast of the Rip Improv Group here in the studio yes. today, Sarah Joya and John Mark Rantel. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, All hey. right. Here we go. So fantastic. Can't wait to reveal this to you guys. Uh, any guesses so far? Any apprehensions so far? No guesses already. Uh, Mark was mouthing Breakfast Club no, to me, but it's you absolutely know. not Breakfast Club. Yeah, uh, Breakfast Definitely Club did not, not come out in 1999. Well, I That's know that now. Yeah. And also, have you not seen Breakfast Club? I haven't. No. Oh, oh what? Okay. How have you not seen that? Tune I'm in. Be, I know, I'm tune in be... for a future episode of How Have You Not Seen That? Uh, the the movie is uh, the the 1995 smash hit by MTV Films, Varsity Blues. Ow, ow. Yes. Blues. James Vanderbeek, John Voight, the late great Paul Walker, Ali Larder. And Amy Smart. I know Allie Amy Larder. Amy Smart, a bunch of other folks. Oh, and you guys are playing for something special today. That's right. We have a fantastic prize. We have two prizes, actually. We have what? a winner prize and, and a, a loser, loser prize. prize. The winner will go home with the first ever How Have You Not Seen That Trophy? Oh! <laughs> That's right. Wow. Somebody That's bought cool. a 3D printer, and we're making our own custom trophies now. That's for the right. listener who can't see this, there's a lovely uh, base that says, Varsity Blues hashtag H H Y 
and ST. Yeah, what? that's the initials of the show. And a football, a little football, and it's all painted in gold. You'll you'll want this prize. You and it's proportionately it. way too big too because big. apparently I don't know how centimeters work. I don't know this how dry that spray paint is. But no, he put in feet instead. It's a huge trophy. Yeah, yeah. It, it will not fit in Mark's car. Yeah. Uh, he drives a Honda Civic, and this will not fit in there. Yeah. Um, and the loser will not go home empty-handed. The loser will still go home with junk I have sitting around the house. It's Starbucks temper. Tattoo. Oh, okay. Not gonna lie, I think I would rather have that. All right. Oh, well, you can on. always throw well, the good. game, Sarah. Just make it a competition, girl. I lost. Speaking of game, why don't we get into our first round? Okay. Right. Okay. Hey. So, first round is the 10 second summary. You will each have approximately 10 seconds to tell us what you think uh, the plot summary of this movie is. You can score a possible zero to five points based on your accuracy or creativity. Do you understand the rules? Yeah. Yes. All right, Sarah, round one begins now. You have 10 seconds to summarize Varsity Blues. Go. Varsity Blues is a story about a high school football team who is very sad because they're extremely bad at everything. And they are uh, really disappointed, and they have the blues. So they well, you got football team. Wow. I, I like the uh, creativity behind, the, the literal creativity behind be, yeah, being they, blue. They have the blues. Yeah. I do too. I'm going to give you two points. Good job. And, and what about those dance numbers with the blues? It's like the Blues Brothers yeah. with football. Ooh, I would watch that hey. maybe. Oh, I deleted the thing. I didn't mean to. It's okay. This is Margie's first time running a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I already said the rules. All right, John Mark, are you ready to summarize Varsity Blues? I'm ready. Ready, set, go. Uh, Varsity Blues is a story about a football team that has a bunch of injuries. So the Blues uh, squad comes in with their saxophones and, the, and they like they play the football games instead and they win the state championship. Oh. Wow. No. Uh, Way to wow. get it all in under the buzzer. I know, yeah. man. That was a lot of plot. Uh, I'm going to go with three. A lot of creativity and some accuracy. So congratulations, John yeah, Mark. But he stole the music one from Sarah. Mm. Uh, minus half a point, two and a half. All right, two and a half points. Yeah, so. minus half a penalty. She, she went blues in the sad direction. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, right. you were the one. We're talking Caleb. about a real in jazzy Britain. running. All right, back. so he stole yeah. my points. idea. Five right. points, ten points. I don't know. I well, while we figure 5. out what to tell them, uh, this is a moment <laughs> that's a new segment in the show. It's the sponsorship corner. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. How have you not seen that for the first time ever? Has a sponsor. Who's the sponsor? Ourselves. That's right. Madebymoxie.com is now sponsoring the show. Uh, you can go to madebymoxie.com and you can get all kinds of amazing original content, including podcasts, short films, web series, um, all for free. If you don't want to do things for free, we have our own merch line. And I got to be honest, I'm wearing the aqua on navy classic snapback hat right now the moxie branded hat and uh it's pretty tight it's yeah. not well it's it's comfortable it's not tight <laughs> okay <tight>. good <laughs> it's awesome tight uh tight. It, it's a good looking hat i gotta be honest uh we've got merch from for the love of craft uh the hit documentary that's now up on the site we've got merch from the rip uh more merch coming every day um go check it out guys awesome made made by moxie. Yeah. Do that. yeah sponsored by madebymoxie.com all right. Speaking of sponsorships, Caleb, it sounds like it's time for round two. That's right. Round two is Q and what the A? For this round, you will each be asked a direct trivia question. Based on your accuracy or creativity, you can score a possible zero to five points. Your point total is your point total will who rewrote this? Your point total will BW 100 percent. 
Your point total will be 100% at the discretion of the judges. If you score zero points on a question, your opponent will have a chance to steal. Round two begins now. This is the I, thing. I, I, copied, so oh, I, I copied our score sheet from the very first one that we did, and I forgot to spell check it. We literally, I know, none of us use spell check on this podcast, and it has tanked us so many times. The thing is, I spell checked the questions on the on the other page, on our, on our, uh, on our potential questions page. But not the rules that we've not said the rules because, times because before. I, because I remembered I had already done that. Uh, and then it turns out I was wrong. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of wrong, Sarah, <laughs> yes. you're losing by half a point right now. So you get the first question. Here we go. Okay. According to Jonathan Moxon or Mox, played by the dreamy James Vanderbeek, in America, we have laws, laws against killing, laws against stealing. But in West Canaan, Texas, where football is a way of life, they have their own laws. What are these laws? The three laws in Canaan, West Texas, where football is everything, <laughs> are uh, never miss a football practice, is number one. Number wow. two, uh, Saturday night football games are better than church. <laughs> number three, make sure you eat lots of protein. Damn, son. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you three and a half points. Yeah. You nailed a lot of things in that. One, there are three, um, which is fantastic. And they were all about as stupid as these. Um, <laughs> by the way, high school football is played on Friday nights, Friday night lights. Oh, Friday night light. Yeah. Um, yeah that, that's why you Saturday. got the half point deduction. Otherwise, you would have had four. The three laws of football in West Canaan, Texas are one. You must never question the sanctity of football. Two, you listen to what the coaches say and try as best as you can to win. Three, you win at all costs. Mm, varsity blues. Yeah, I can see deep, my mistakes. Right? Yeah, all right, fantastic. Three and a half points for Sarah. Good job, Sarah. But all right. I want to say this stadium in these small town Texas uh, uh, schools. They're giant. Like, they spend more money on those than books. Yeah, I, I feel like that stadium in the movie for a small town high school was bigger than some college stadiums. Thank Absolutely. goodness we massive. have our priorities correct. We yeah. sure we sure do. Well, no, that's, Texas, that's Texas, Texas is pretty much the benchmark for how everything should be marked. I think it's like John football Mark. god and football there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so speaking of football god and football, John Mark, uh, question number two is for you. Listen, it's kind of long. A catastrophic series of events is set off in the game against Bingville when star offensive lineman Billy Bob is knocked out while blocking for a touchdown run. As Billy Bob comes to, the medical trainer tries to determine if the young man-child is okay to continue playing by holding up two fingers and asking Billy Bob, how many fingers are there? Billy Bob cannot answer. So how is it he gets to continue playing in the game? because football is life. We just heard the three rules and he's the best offensive lineman. So how does he get to keep playing is the coach doesn't care about the concussion protocol in <laughs> Texas football mm -hmm. and sends him back in there to win the game. Coach doesn't care and ignores the advice of medical staff. That's technically not wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something that could be implied after the event that I'm going to describe. So I'll give you three. Oh, All right. Wow. All right. Thank you. So here's what really happens. Mox tells the trainer that the question must be a true-false. He then asks Billy Bob, the man is holding up some fingers, true or false? Billy Bob makes the 50-50 guess of true, which is right, and he therefore is determined to be medically fit to continue playing in the game. 
yeah. all you need. Yeah, it's also ridiculous that, uh, for reference, Mox is the bench warmer, but somehow when somebody gets injured on the field, the bench warmer quarterback, probably because he had top billing in the movie, runs out onto the field with the medical staff to talk to the injured player. They do what they want they in West Canaan. Standard uh, practice. And, and, and they were all friends growing up, like Mox and, and Lance and Billy Bob and Tweeter. Like, they were all best friends. Yeah, well, and Jordan, you grew up in a town similar size to me, around 1,000 people. Yeah. So we know that you are you don't have a choice. They had to be friends. Right. Because there just aren't enough. There's people. just not enough people to... They're the only to, children to, to play with. Friends. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, I get the next one. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, thank you. All right, next is for Sarah. How do the boys' fathers react after hearing Coach Bud Kilmer insult their sons during practice? Uh, the parents react by uh, celebrating the coach because coach is always right 100% of the time, and the boys must have been terrible in order to... Uh, inspire such ire that's a good answer i give as a guest i give her one point <laughs> yeah okay well i'm gonna do it five points congratulations five i said one. Oh. <laughs> we can get it to five right I, she was okay. so far off yeah. you gave her all the <laughs> points i but, did well no here's why because it's the spirit of it <laughs> okay here are here are the <laughs> wait, wait, literal in, examples in spirit, do you mean the exact opposite no listen to what they say they approve they say he used to hammer my ass the exact same way 27 years ago. Another father says, hell, it's good for him. Last father says, shit, them boys is having the time of their lives. All, and they're standing on the sidelines like drinking beer like King of the Hill. They go to all the practices. Yeah. Actually, I will say that all the dads did that when I played football in junior high. So it, it's very accurate. If you can't play, you watch. I, I don't, none of the dads came to any of our practices in high school football because in Cripple Creek, I there think. There were no dads? There, there were. <laughs> they all ran off yeah. when you were young. <laughs> hey, Jordan, uh, I think you get the next question, right. buddy. Uh, where are we at? Mark, Mark, this question is for you. After two-time All-State quarterback Lance Harbor, played by the late, great Paul Walker, uh, suffers a season-ending knee injury, how long does it take for the town to get over the loss of, of Lance and for Mox to become a legend? How long? It's one game. It takes one game when he, oh, no, no, no. You know, I'm going to switch that. It takes two games because he has oh. a bad game the first one and yeah. then he comes in and takes two games yeah. and then he throws a, a game winner in the wow. second game and yeah. then the city loves him. Yeah. That wow. was horrible. Yep. Yep. Oh, that was <laughs> such a bad answer. <laughs> uh, zero points, Sarah. Chances. No. Uh, I think that it takes uh, one quarter for Mox Ooh. to become a that is That is closer, so I will give you one quarter of a point. <laughs> one quarter of a point. Yeah. Uh, um, the correct answer is approximately one minute and nine seconds. Oh. Yeah. Very fast. He's, yeah. he's injured very late in the fourth quarter, and uh, Mox comes off the bench and engineers um, an incredible game-winning drive, uh, and the town immediately forgets that, uh, that Lance Existed. is existing. Uh, and also his girlfriend, Darcy, um, immediately, it, I think it takes her about 17 seconds of screen time mm -hmm. um, to get over Lance and now fall for Mox. Yeah, she switches pretty fast. That was yeah. the 17 seconds of Allie Larder's acting career that really just said, hey, this this is a woman of immeasurable talent. Uh, she was great in heroes. Get out. She was yeah. she I'm that's what I'm saying here is <laughs> she is, but this is where we got to know. We were like, wow, the emotion singular that this woman has as an actress it's is true. fantastic um 
She yeah. does look like a beautiful Voldemort. <laughs> Butamort. Yeah, Butamort. All right. Uh, speaking of Butamort, um, and uh, and her love of uh, her former love of Lance, and, and immediately uh, switching over to Mox. Uh, Sarah, over to you for the next question. After Lance is injured, the docs the doctors say that his recovery will be at least a year and a half, if ever, which will cost him his full ride scholarship to Florida State University. Lance's cheerleader girlfriend, Darcy Sears. Butamort, Allie Larder, <laughs> immediately shows an interest in Mox as she desires to marry someone to get out of the small town life. How does she attempt to seduce Mox? Uh, she shows up outside of his window with a uh, big boom box <laughs> oh. and plays uh, lots and lots of different songs. And mm. then she takes off her clothes. Yeah, Fantastic. Ooh, that, yeah. And that's how we got the great soundtrack. That's yep. how we got the, the incredible soundtrack. Just play yeah. other In soundtracks. your eyes. Uh, two points. Yeah. Oh, Fantastic. wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the correct answer is she invites him over to her house where she wears a whipped cream bikini an image that has been burned into my brain. Can I tell you how mad I am that I didn't get a chance to steal that? Can I get like I, I that is the answered. one thing I know about this the singular thing I know <laughs> about this whole about movie. this whole movie. <laughs> really? Mark I, with green bikini and you gave her two points. I'm you, with you, Mark. Would you like to have a chance to steal, Mark? I would. Yeah, okay. go ahead. Uh she seduces him by wearing a whipped cream bikini. That is correct. Yes. Oh, wow. Amazingly correct. Uh, Sarah gets two points. Mark gets five points for a correct answer. Wow. Fantastic. I really like Because you were being annihilating. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting crushed. You were right essentially now. Bingville yeah. in this whole equation. Bingville. Bingville. Uh, Mark, I believe we are over to you. All right. Let me with back this in. question. Uh, what does Coach Kilmer call Mox during football practice? Bitch. <laughs> Four cool. points. Yeah. Four points. In I one way or another, day. every day, yes. Right. I, uh, Mox actually has an academic scholarship to an no. Ivy League school, mm -hmm. uh, so he calls him the dumbest smart kid I know. Mm, nice. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I reading, believe we're, we're back reading to... reading in, uh, uh, like, literature instead of the playbook during the film. Like, what Yeah, I mean, nerd. this dude got He's a... a brain. He got a full-ride academic scholarship to Brown. Yeah. Wow. Mm. But and yet he's, he's also football. an amazing football player. He's like oh. the reluctant hero, the, oh, the stereotypical reluctant hero. Like, oh, I'll do it if I gotta do it. You know, you know? honestly, if this okay. was, like, set in Tennessee, he'd be Peyton Manning. Oh, because he's like wow. the genius, great football player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's honestly, he's. I think he's honestly better than Lance, but uh, he just doesn't care. Like, right. and and like this is part of his character is that football's fun. That's why he wants to play it, but he doesn't want to play by Kilmer's rules. Yeah, he only yeah. likes it when it's pure. Yeah. Mm. But this ain't pure. Yeah. Yeah. Does everyone talk like this in the movie? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they I do, guess. and oh, it's, they do. it's they, they awfully it great. It's so yeah. bad. Okay. Uh, speaking of talk, all right, uh, we're back to Sarah here. Sarah. Yeah. What brief series of events leads Billy Bob to asking Miss Davis to the prom? Miss Davis is the sexual education teacher. Miss Davis shows how to put a condom on a banana, which makes Billy Bob so excited that he stands up in the middle of class and says, go to prom with me. I like the effort. I, I love that I, I'm going to give you an A for effort, but I'm going to give you zero points because I want to <laughs> I I hear a, a legit steal here. Okay. Uh, he falls in love with her after she tries to put a condom on a zucchini, and then he stands up and says, 
Hot damn, won't you go to the dance with me? No. Uh, oh, no, that was that was horrible. Uh, that's a zero point round. Oh. You can't oh, you can't go from one person saying condom on banana to condom on zucchini and expect points. Here's what really happened. In an extremely condom on watermelon would have been better. That would have been better. Uh, in an extremely brief answer that I wrote, here is how it happened. Get comfortable. Mox and the boys take the recovering Lance to the local strip club for a much-needed distraction from the rigors of being West Texas football stars. As the Van Halen riff, hot for teacher, bursts forth from the PA, the crew is surprised to see Miss Davis on stage, making much more than a typical public school teacher by wearing much, much less. Miss Davis and the boys quickly overcome their collective shock and embarrassment and have a lovely evening, night, and early morning party with together. The next day before class, Billy Bob summons all of his courage and asks Miss Davis if she'll consider going to the prom with me. Wow. Yeah. I Not really know why I didn't get to see this movie. This movie's rated R. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It Jordan, would be a negative four on dude, the... Jordan found a website that ranks movies by uh, Christian Christian standards. Yeah, it's called, This gets the lowest. Yeah, it's called... Uh, it's called movieguide.org. It is a Christian film review site. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, they score movies on an acceptability rating of plus four to minus four, mm -hmm. plus four being exemplary, biblical, usually Christian worldview with no questionable elements whatsoever, uh, all the way down to a minus four, which is abhorrent, <laughs> That's what this intentional one blasphemy, evil, gross, immortal, uh, immorally, uh, and or worldview problems to be avoided at all costs. Sounds like my kind of party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This movie got a negative four. Negative four. That's As the lowest did you can Avatar, uh, Avatar, another film that we have done. Got negative four? Oh, okay, yeah. we didn't use that one. My family used uh, www.jw.com, okay. which is what would Jesus watch? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me, is that let me real? give you, let me give you a quick like, rundown on what. Oh. Uh, Make it extremely quick because unlike the tight hour and a half this movie was, we're now four and a half hours into <laughs> yeah. this podcast, which is supposed to only be. 25. And there's still uh, one movie, last question. Movieguide.org uh, refers to this movie as a uh, moderately strong pagan worldview with a re recitation of the Lord's Prayer and issues of thanks to God, a boy who experiments with different religions and moral attributes and refusing fornication and standing against selfishness, 67 obscenities and eight profanities, which I think is low, uh, mild action violence, including crushing football tack tackles, briefly depicted fornication, heavy kissing, sexual talk, sexual jokes, many euphemisms for male arousal, stripping and undressing, upper female nudity, upper male nudity, rear male nudity, alcohol and drunkenness, smoking, lying, deception, man vomits, boy steals police car, and winning at all I'm sorry, costs. man vomits? Yeah, I well, wonder man, if woman vomits man vomits, <laughs> man vomits and boy steals police car. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. Tune next in question. next week for part two of Varsity Blue. No, continuing on. Uh, what's crazy though is that you say that they actually, like that when they recited the Lord's Prayer, that was in a real way. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it was pregame. Yeah. I'm surprised they Which got offended by do. that. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, uh, I lost my place. I think we're starting with Mark on this one. Mark, uh, local legend, racist redneck, and part-time fascist and head coach Bud Kilmer, played by John Voigt, has brought two state championships and 22 district championships to West Canaan. He'll do anything to win, including doping players to hide injuries. This is what ended Lance's career. As he threatens to inject drugs into the injured knee of star running back Wendell Brown in an attempt to keep him in the game, how does the team stop Coach Kilmer and save their friend from the same fate as Lance? Through the power of a musical number. 
Oh, wow. Care to give us any kind of demonstration? Yeah, yeah. Give, give me, uh, give me the chorus riff of that number. You're not gonna do it. No, you're not gonna do it. You're not gonna shoot us up anymore. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you one point, but I'm gonna break the rules and let Sarah also answer. Okay. Uh, so he, they stop him um, by punching his hand out of the way and then redirecting it and giving him the shot. Oh, wow, not bad. Um, you know what? I'm going to give you two points because none of those things happened physically, but I feel like emotionally they did. It did. Um, what happens was the whole team threatens to walk off. Billy Bob, who had seen coach Kilmer as more of a father figure and who turns on him, walks in and says, Billy Bob threatens to rip his arms off and beat him to death with them. Bud Kilmer is never heard from again. <gasps> wow, that's dark. Yeah. <laughs> never heard from again? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I simplified the last There's act of the film into, into that. But yeah, right. he's done. He's the ne- undoing of cook. Bud Kilmer is actually quite tragic. And this happens in halftime, so they have to go out what? and finish the game themselves. Without and, of course, they all find their callings. Uh? Yeah, weirdly enough, there's like no other coach, and then Lance takes over the team because there's no other. Well, I feel like all the other coaches had to quit though because they were implicated (laughs) in the doping of the players. Yeah, Kilmer's the only one that walks out though that we see leave. Nobody else is there. And when I say there's no other adults in the room, I want to point out that Paul Walker was like 29 when this movie. They're all 29. Yeah, James Vanderbeek is like the closest to high school age. I think he was like 23 or something. That was one of my favorite things about 90s movies: is the 30 year olds going to high school. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. it was amazing. I think Billy Bob was 30. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'm not sure. Uh, Anyway, uh, that is the end of round two. John Mark, you have a slight lead, 15 and a half to Sarah's (gasps) 14.75. Let's go. How you guys feeling about this movie? Do you want to watch it at all? Very much yes. you you gave it a negative four on the jesus scale yeah. i am blasphemously excited right. yeah it's it, it's a solid movie and it's one of those like typical sports movies where it, you know it's it's kind of a cheesy plot it's pretty dumb in a lot of ways but you've got just a great protagonist it's the ultimate hero who rises above like this thing checks all the boxes on amazing good sports movies well, and 90s movies and also yeah. i think it was kind of ahead of its time because it really pointed out um the aggressiveness and win at all costs attitude of um an abusive coaching style uh of sports that it took us really like 20 more years to do anything about um, as well as innovation in football, because Mox is sitting here like creating his own plays, going out to spread formations, which is all too common in sports now, in football now, uh, that we apparently didn't see in 1999. Hence the reason I wanted to go back in time three months and do all that stuff in football myself. Yeah, it and made me really glad I I was in college when this came out, and it made me really glad I had left small town life and never had to experience it again. Mm-hmm. James Vanderbeek was a dreamboat. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He he was he was peak Vanderbeek. All right. Peak peak. Let's get on to round three, the lightning round. Forget all the effort that you put in so far because the lightning round is about to begin. For this round, you will both be asked a series of questions. The first person to buzz their buzzer gets to answer the question. John Mark, will you please test your buzzer? I am a train. Yeah. Sarah? Excellent. In this round, each question is worth 113 points, completely derailing the progress that you've made so far. The lightning round only lasts one minute total, and the time starts at the end of the first question. Do you both understand the rules? Yes. So ready. 
Do the hosts understand their roles? Yes. Okay. I hate losing so much. The lightning round (laughs) begins now. Sarah, okay. Uh, This isn't to the... I I didn't understand the rules. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This is the first... The the host will just ask the question. (laughs) This is the first time... The contestants will buzz in for the answer. This is like the first time in five episodes I haven't been the scorekeeper, and I blew it. I yeah. Really yeah. All right. Here we, we go. Thankfully, we can edit that out, but we won't. No, no. We, won't. no. we will not. Uh, okay. The very first question is now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. What is? It? Okay. Here we go. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Okay. 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 Uh, now. All right. What is the name of Billy Bob's dog? Mark Fido. No. Bacon. Uh, also, ba- his dog is a pig. What is? Uh, go, Marge. What is the name of the new tweeter end zone dance? John Mark. The, the, the gritty. Nope. The new tweeter end zone dance. What brand of toilet paper does one ma- fan say Mox isn't worth? Mark. Charmin. Uh, correct. Charmin Extra Soft. Oh, how many times does Mox throw the football to, uh, at, at the mascot to stop the clock? Sarah. One. No, two. What does Miss Davis have the entire class say together at the start of sex ed class? Mark, you're disqualified. What? Sarah. I will not have sex. Wrong. Penis, penis, penis. Vagina, vagina, vagina. vagina, vagina, vagina. vagina. Finish his sentence from Mox to his dad. I don't want. To, Mark. to lose. No, your life. What action does Tweeter take after the cops show up at a party? Sarah. Runs away. Well, yes, he steals a cop car. What college is Mox planning to attend? John Mark. Brown. That's correct. Oh, well done. What does the billboard on the edge of town say at West Canaan fans are leaving for an away game? Sarah. Go win them. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Close. It says last one out of town. Please turn off the lights. Uh, okay. So well, before we tabulate the scores. Brilliant uh, uh, yes. lightning round. Uh, brilliant. So fun. Lightning rounds got longer. Like, they, we actually you timed added, it out to a minute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They before, didn't used to be a whole minute. Before it was just like guesstimating. Oh, we God, went back yeah. and we were like, shit, we're only doing these for like 10 Those seconds. Those were so fast last time. Yeah. yeah I think the last time you were on, it was actually like 30 seconds. Jeez. Yeah. So we actually, uh, using modern technology of clocks, timed it out. <laughs> And now know exactly and it how worked. long a minute is. All, All right. right, so we're going to figure out your scores, but let's uh, talk to you personally. Sarah, what do you have going on in your life? Where can we see you? What can we see you doing? Yeah, uh, I'm a member, a member of the RIP. They're improv. the best improv troupe in the world. In the world, I agree. We'll be uh, headed back to the Millibo Art Theater for our next season. And, and that's uh, in Colorado Springs, in yeah? In Colorado Springs, Colorado, that's right. And we will also be performing in Cripple Creek and Westcliff this year. So that's what I'm up to. That's a lot, and that's good. Yeah. John Mark, what are you up to? Uh, I will also be doing those things with you what? wonderful people. Oh, my God. I know. Amazing. Uh, and in addition, I've got a Science Riot show coming up this fall. We don't have a date set yet, but Science Riot is where we teach scientists to do stand-up comedy. And it's an absolute blast. And I, I will also be teaching a group of eight homeschoolers improv good over wow. this fall. Fantastic. And none of you can come. So <laughs> okay. if you're a homeschooler that's in that group... <laughs> You can see John Mark this fall <laughs> while he's teaching you. Yes, you can. Uh, and uh, I, I believe you can find out all the shows and things happening by going to theriponline.com. I believe you're right. To get tickets, showtimes, and maybe some merch. And photos oh, of and me. bios. And photos. Photos and of bios. me in a whipped cream bikini. Oh, yeah. hell yes. That's happening. Use the maraschino yeah. cherry accents, por favor. Uh, uh, yeah, I will, but not where you think. <laughs> 
All right. I have tabulated the scores here. It was very close until it wasn't. And with a final score of 241.5 to 127.75, the winner of the first ever How Have You Not Seen That Varsity Blues Trophy, John Mark. Yes! Yes. Yes. Sarah, I'm sorry you will be going home with uh, what you actually wanted anyways with the Starbucks. Uh, so it's a win-win for oh, everybody. I am so Starbucks excited. Starbucks temporary tattoo. Uh, John Mark. As we hand you your trophy. Except in speech. Uh, thank you all very much. It is an honor to be here. I am a huge How Have You Not Seen That fan. Uh, and and this is going to go in a very special place of honor in my home. I am very excited. I'm just like, so sad. Just like are you? Think, you are actually. I didn't crying. think. I, I thought I was gonna lose a second time, and I didn't know if I could continue finding the will to live if I had lost <laughs> on my favorite podcast twice. So the fact that th- this is this is what you're seeing is not a trophy. What you're seeing is a lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Fantastic. Uh, uh. Well, don't forget to check out John, Mark, and Sarah, and maybe the other three of us, during a RIP performance in Colorado Springs, West Cliff, or Cripple Creek this fall and this whole year. But um, any last thoughts? I guess I should have given that to you, Jordan, because yeah, you're no, the official no, I host don't. number one today. Yeah, we're you know what? Mox may not have wanted his dad's life, but I, I look across the table at the four of you, and all I can say is, I want your You'll life. Have. Wow. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. For Caleb and Margarita, my name is Jordan. Have a good day. We need like a bye, but we can't do that one. Bye-o. 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 <laughs> have a good day. How Have You Not Seen That is an original production of Moxie in association with The Rip Improv. For more Moxie podcasts, original shows and films, and merch, you heard that right, baby, merch, head to madebymoxie.com. That's M-A-D-E-B-Y-M-O-X-I dot com. <laughs> uh, how, how Have You Not Seen That? that?